Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown and as always it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. Well, Happy New Year. Yes, belatedly Happy New Year. I think by the time you hear this, if you listen to it in the day of release or we're close to it, it will still be January. Yeah, and I think uh, I think custom says that it's probably a little bit too late to wish people a Happy New Year, but it's the first time we've spoken, isn't it? Uh, I took a bit of an extended break, you may have noticed. I think I indicated I might have been back last week, so sorry about the extra week's delay. But I've really just been taking some time out. Um, I've been thinking, I've been planning, I've been really contemplating what I want to do, um, You know what, what went well and what could have gone better uh, last year, and um, what I really want to do about it this year. And that, that kind of led me on to... Um, quite a big deal, to be quite honest with you. If you follow any of my social media posts at all, you might have seen that I ran a 15-day challenge, which I called the uh, TPV 2021 Reset. So it's a 15-day challenge, five working days across three weeks. That's actually part of the reason why it's a week late coming back on the podcast, because I wanted to get that out of the way, quite frankly, because it turned into something of a monster. (laughs) Um, I think this time last year, I reinvented the wheel, as I call it, um, the wheel of life. There's a You probably heard of the wheel of life, which breaks down into six or eight segments of a wheel, typically. And it's all about a balanced life, looking at different elements of our, of our life. And last year, I just felt it didn't quite reveal the full picture. So, of course, I had to reinvent the wheel. And my particular version has 12 pieces, not six or eight. So, as you can probably imagine, it goes in a little bit deeper. It's not quite as uh, complex, perhaps, as it sounds, but I did develop a scoring system um, that helps you track that, and a lot of people have found that quite useful. So that's a standalone tool. If you'd like that, the TPV Wheel of Life tool, uh, just drop me a note, and uh, I'll share it with you happily. And in fact, talking about sharing, the uh, the TPV 2021 Reset um, is, is a challenge, and it breaks down into uh, 15 separate daily activities uh, concentrated on certain areas. And because it was just a big part of my life, I guess, over the last uh, month of January, and just in the build-up to it, I'd estimate around about 45 hours, something like that, is what I've spent on um, sharing and putting together that challenge. So, you know, I kind of want to reuse that type of material and just run through it on the podcast, quite frankly. So that's what I'm going to do. And... um, if nothing else, it'd probably give you some pointers if you've not seen that, something that you can think about. So here we go. Uh, I'm going to go through the 15 points um, in today's episode and dwell on a couple that kind of really struck me in one way or another, or they've struck other people perhaps in one way or another. And what I did is, as I mentioned, the 15 days effectively breaks down into um, three lots of five days. So you get the weekends off if you want. Um, but there were three, you know, act, sorry, there were five activities per week for three weeks. So week one was all about what I call foundations. So 
This is to get the right foundations or footings in place uh, before we do anything else. And uh, you'll hear why in a second. And um, review and planning was the second week. So we don't even get to look back <laughs> uh, on 2020 during the first week. In Well, we do a little bit, but I'll come back to that too. But we, we look back a bit before we look forward, of course, um, and we culminate the uh, week two with a, a plan for the year. And then week three is what I call ready for action. So obviously we're looking at, uh, this is a, a one-year plan, um, you know, for our goals and our strategy over the course of the next 12 months. So um, you can't complete the whole plan, of course, in, in one week, but you can get yourself ready to uh, get yourself on the right sort of footing. So this is the purpose of this reset. So a lot of people would have sat down probably around the new year and, you know, redefined their goals. Um, and if, if, you know, perhaps have gone a bit, a bit further and actually developed a business plan, uh, which outlined the strategy and the methodology and some metrics around how to, you know, evolve that business plan. Of course, I'm talking about property, but this can apply to, to any particular business. So there's a lot of uh, intentions that are set, a lot of goals that are set, a lot of resolutions that are set uh, around about, uh, you know, the, the, the turn of the year, let's say. And I think it's testament, isn't it, that gym memberships, under normal circumstances, of course, which we're not in, but uh, under normal circumstances, gym memberships, they have an absolute boom in January, don't they? And usually around about the middle of February, uh, the gym car parks are, are pretty empty again. And the, you know, the, the sort of people who like to go to the gym have avoided the first six weeks of the year and then start going to the gym again when all the people with all the resolutions have you know, basically burnt themselves out and haven't made it a sustainable plan. Well, it kind of goes like that with goal setting, intention setting as well, or rather it can do. So the purpose of the, the reset is to go a bit deeper, really, and try and bed in um, some of the behaviours, some of the habits, some of the, you know, the mindset that needs to take place, really, to, to make long-lasting change. And we're talking about 12 months here. So um, the psychologists, uh, I'm married to one, <laughs> the psychologists amongst us know and tell us that it takes between 21 and um, I think 75, isn't it? I think I forgot what it is now. I think it's 75, around uh, about 70-something anyway, days to bed in a new habit, which depends on the complexity and our environment and how, you know, how much friction there is and what we're used to, etc. So it can take quite a while. So the purpose of the 15-day challenge, which happily spreads three weeks or 21 days, is that it's the minimum in that time period to try and get in, in a new habit. And, and all it really needs is focus on one particular activity or sort of a small group of activities. I realise that there's sometimes more than one task um, in any particular day. So it gives us the best chance, really, of focusing, locking down our year. And uh, you can still do that if you haven't done the challenge. Uh, you can just drop me a note. I'll, I'll share with you the material. The, um, the reason I spent about 45 hours is roughly 50, uh, sorry, three hours per challenge day. Uh, I think there's probably a little bit more, frankly, but never mind. Um, but on the actual days, I think it was approximately two hours. I was writing the material and sharing the posts and thinking about how to add a little bit of a personal context to uh, the individual uh, activity. And then at the end of the day, there was another hour, which is, you know, collecting together some thoughts, reviewing, recapping, engaging with people, um, either on social media or in the dedicated group that I'd set up to, to go through the challenge. So, yeah, it was approximately three hours a day. So it's quite a hefty commitment. 
But the, the good news is I created, you know, a methodology, if you like, or a system, and that breaks down into um, some, some graphical content, some video shares, which are a little bit maybe slightly cheesy. But, um, yeah, some video graphical content with some music. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It was perhaps a bit cheesy. I found a new toy over Christmas to, to play with. And, um, and then some personal insights. So what I plan to do is drop all that into kind of one place, a single document. So I'll, I'll share that with you happily. But if you want to know, really, um, if you want to see it almost you know, piecemeal, then I suggest you go over to uh, my Instagram page, actually. Uh, that's The Property Voice on Instagram. I think it's at The Property Voice. And um, that's where I was sharing, if, if you like. That was the first point of sharing all of the material that I did um, over the course of this uh, this challenge. So, you know, look me up on Instagram, follow me, um, have a look at some of the posts, um, you know, from around about the 5th of January. Uh, there's a couple of videos, a couple of graphical contents, a couple of posts. Uh, there's some reels as well, which I've had some ex- experimenting with over the last few weeks. So it taught me something new. And uh, you can check that out there. Anyway, I'm going to get into it. So what was the challenge all about? What was in these three weeks? So week one, as I mentioned, was Foundations Week. And um, this is very, I, I think I'm moving very much into a holistic way of looking at things. I think I already was, but I think I'm communicating and articulating that much more richly now than I ever was in the past. So um, property can be, uh, you know, a very hard, you know, hard-nosed, you know, type of topic. Um, it's about numbers. It's about investment. It's about tangible property. It's about, you know, you know, you know, the nuts and bolts and the bricks and mortar of property uh, itself, you know, a tangible thing. Um, but I think there's a softer side of things. There's a philosophical side of things. There's a health and well-being side of things. And, you know, that's what I mean by being holistic. So it's looking at everything, looking at our life and our lifestyle, not just our property business. So so we'll start really looking at foundations from a holistic point of view. So day one, uh, I'll, I'll just list day one to five. Day one was stillness. Day two was hydration. Day three was rest. Day four was movement. And day five was fuel. And, you know, that, you know m- some of those phrases may need, you know, a little bit more explanation. But stillness was really just about experiencing the, the present moment, being mindful. Now, we, uh, we associate mindfulness with meditation, but meditation isn't the only form of being mindful. It's one of them. We can, be, uh, we can practice mindfulness with just a quiet breathing technique, uh, sitting quietly in nature. Um, just journaling can be a form of mindfulness. So th- there's different ways in which we get a prayer can as well, if you're of a religious persuasion. So we can sit quietly, we can contemplate, we can just be essentially. We can also just be present. So for example, how many times you sit down and eat and either you're with people or you're, you're alone, but you're playing on your phone. Yes, I'm guilty of that. Or potentially you might, you're lost in, in thought somewhere. You're not really present. You're either dwelling on something from the past or you're thinking about something for the future. You're not actually in the present moment. So day one is all about just getting reconnected to practice getting into the present moment. And the task of the day was really just to go for a walk. And I call it a mindful walk. And in fact, when I went for this walk on this particular day, I didn't get very far because I walked very slowly, very deliberately. The point of a mindful walk is you just take in everything around you. You use all of your senses. I even took my shoes and socks off at one point. I was walking on the grass to feel it on my feet. 
I was looking at the sky, I was looking at the trees, I was looking at the animals, I was listening to the sounds. You know, it, it, um, I walked just kind of around the corner uh, and came back again and it took a half an hour. Um, but that was the point really, just to get still, just to get sort of centred. So um, that was the start of the week. Uh, so it wasn't really hard to do, uh, but it's something we rarely do. The next one was hydration. And in fact, it's one of my you know, wellness goals of this year. Uh, I realised that my level of water intake was terrible, frankly. So, um, but you'd be pleased to know, uh, you know, three or four weeks after starting this challenge, I'm now easily, you know, drinking about two and a half to three litres of uh, water per day. Uh, and it was amazing considering I, I probably only had about two glasses a day and obviously I'd have other drinks uh, during the course of the day. But the best thing, of course, is water. So I've managed to up my water intake and uh, that's pleased my reflexologist, if uh, amongst other people, who kept telling me that my liver was a bit tired and my kidneys were a bit tired. So, um, yes, anyway, less of that. The third day was rest. And that's, that's, that's rest and also sleep. And this is where my personal second, uh, my second uh, wellness goal comes in because my sleep hasn't been good enough, frankly. Uh, I haven't been getting enough of it. Um, so I've, I'm making it a priority this year to get more sleep. But of course, we also need rest and rest breaks. And rest can come in the form of physical rest, but it can also come in the form of mental rest. So sometimes just taking a break, uh, doing something different is rest. And uh, I think, you know, sometimes, you know, there's a bit of a culture about working hard, hustling, etc. But we just need to rest. We need to let the brain sort of uh, settle, let the body settle. That's the purpose of the rest day. And then we have movement. Now, movement literally means just getting up and moving about. I don't know about you, but in the, especially in this period of lockdown, I haven't moved a lot. You know, I, I think I have a step counter on my uh, wearable wearable watch, and um, I'm lucky to get to 3,000 steps some, day, some days. It's actually not that hard to get to 3,000 steps, um, but it's nowhere near enough. And so, um, you know, something like 10,000 steps is a... Is a a goal that people tend to aim at. So yes, that's uh, moving around and obviously physical exercise and ideally different forms of exercise like strength, like cardio, for example, um, you know, like strength conditioning are good ideas to have. And then we have fuel. And another word for fuel is the food that we eat. So I'm actually going to see a nutritionist, uh, Dr. Natalia Guimares, who was a, I know I said that wrong again. I'm trying hard to say it right, but it's really difficult for me to pronounce but uh, we're going to see Dr. Natalia um, uh, to check out my, uh, my blood and to give me some advice on my nutrition and my diet going forward. So there we go. We just start with you know, health and wellness, essentially, in Foundations Week. The second week was all about looking back before looking forward. And indeed, day six was specifically about looking back. What went well? What could have gone better? Uh, did you achieve what you set out to achieve? Those sorts of questions, really. Um, and you know, what could you learn? I think uh, we, we either win or we learn, as they say. So the looking back, so some reflection, obviously, in, uh, in day six. Uh, and then looking at the life balance. So this is where the wheel of life comes back in. So literally get the tool out again. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Get the wheel of life exercise out and, um, and, and, and work through that. It was really interesting to look at the contrast between the, what I did a year ago. I, did, I had an interim one during the course of the year and what I did uh, this time around, my scores, in other words. And there's an improvement, I'm pleased to say, in most areas. Because a couple of notable exceptions, 
And that can largely be explained away by this horrible pandemic and lockdown and stuff like that. So culture's out the window, for example. But um, I'm finding new ways, or rather I'm looking for new ways to improve my cultural intake. But um, equally, my wife will be certainly pleased to know that I, I had it as an intention that came out of that exercise to be a more considerate husband and to, you know, look at being more romantic. There you go. I've said it. Uh, in public. So um, that's that's one of my intentions that came out of doing that exercise. So looking at the life balance. It's not all about work, work, work. You know, there's there's other elements, there's relationships, there's other parts to our life. And it's good good to sort of check, if you like, where we're doing. And that's the purpose of that wheel of life exercise. Then, of course, we're looking forward um, so, you know, we've done it. We spent the first couple of days looking backwards and measuring our life balance. And then we're going to look forward. We're going to plot our goals and values. Obviously, we, we hopefully we know what our values are. But there's a few tools and exercises to help with that. Just, you know, ping me if you need uh, some clues there. And I know a very bright lady who can help uh, point you in the right direction. But of course, our goals. How did we do last year? Were they realistic goals? Did we smash them? Did we miss them? We should think about that before we reset the goals going forward. You know, do you find yourself just carrying over the same goal year after year? Um, you shouldn't really be doing that. <laughs> um, there's something wrong if you're doing that. Uh, I had that with book a book writing goal. And so I've just decided that um, it's this year or not at all. Two books I'm going to write actually this year. And that's that. Anyway, so goals and values was day eight. Uh, nine was personal growth or personal development, if you like. So, um, Goals and values, I was really talking about the business, the property business, but um, personal growth is really about ourselves and how we can therefore be the best version of ourselves to operate our business. So there's a yin and a yang there over those two days uh, before it all comes together in terms of producing the plan for the year. So that's day 10. (laughs) So two thirds of the way through before we've actually got the full plan uh, documented. I've got a template of a property business plan. If you like that, reach out to me. I'm happy to share it. The uh, In its essence, it can fit onto one page. Um, it's different to some other business plans in some ways, but I think it, it does the job. So if uh, if that's of use to you, reach out and uh, share it. Just in my own case, just, just so you're aware, um, I've got some, some really interesting you know, goals and plans for the year ahead. It's mainly around, I mean, apart from the book writing that I've just mentioned, it's really about acquisitions. And there's two really big types of acquisition I'm going after this year. Uh, one is portfolios and blocks, um, which um, is going to allow me to scale a lot faster and with less development risk than undertaking development projects. So I've got a really big goal around that. And then the second one is business acquisitions. And so I'm really looking to acquire and grow, you know, primarily agency type businesses. And there's some synergies that are going to come through you know, my developments, from my existing portfolio, through the blocks and the developments, and of course, through the agency business. So it's all going to overlap. Um, I'm not going to do everything all myself. I've got working with other people. I'll put you know, management teams in place, but just to mark your card, really. And uh, I think to go alongside that is, is, is investment. So I want to grow the level of investment quite significantly, actually, to undertake these uh, expansion plans in terms of acquisition. So I'm really excited. Uh, for that, but that's me. Well, what about you? What are you planning to do for the course of the year? So even if you've got your plan already, this is quite a useful check-in. In fact, some of the people who've undertaken the um, exercise 
that I'm referring to, the, the reset challenge, they said, you know, going through things in bite-sized chunks or small mini steps really helped them um, to kind of work through and get through the detail. It is like this, by the way, I just want to, as a bit of a, a bit of a digression as we've ended week two, um, it's hard work, you know, reviewing and planning and strategy setting and, you know, um, dreaming. Well, dreaming is not hard, but, you know, to set aside this time um, for ourselves to plan our future. Not that many people do it. Not that people, you know, many people spend that much time on it. I'm sure people who listen to this podcast probably do. But even us, you know, we can be guilty of not spending enough time on this and not reviewing it. And it's worth the time. It's worth the investment. That's, that's, my, that's my view. Anyway. Anyway, less of that. So week three is ready for action week, if you like. So as I mentioned, it's kind of a springboard for the year ahead. So we've got the plan at the end of week 10. So now what? Well, we need to translate that plan effectively into reality. And that's the purpose of the third week. So we start ourselves off with daily routine on day 11. And the daily routine isn't get up and brush your teeth and have your coffee and make your breakfast. Um, obviously, that is part of a normal routine uh, for, for most of us. I'm talking about here about, you know, setting the day off in the right way. So it's, you know, what, do we, what, do we, what are our intentions for the day? What do we want to achieve today? And just quieten the mind. So this is where the stillness can perhaps come back in. You know, what kind of exercise or hydration do you want to take on board during the course of the day? So it's really about setting ourselves up. And I shared an example of my daily routine on my Instagram page. So if you want to go and look at that, just to compare and contrast, you could also read The Miracle Morning. If you want another kind of formula, the, I think it's six, S, six S's, isn't it, that how Errol Elrod has. Mine is slightly different, but there we go. So the daily routine. And a lot of people get this confused with the next day's activity, which is scheduling. So the daily routine isn't scheduling. The daily routine is just an element to set you up for the day. Scheduling is all about cascading down the plan for the year into you know, what I call 90-day sprints, quarterly sprints, so which build towards the one-year target. And the 90-day sprints break down into one-month increments. So we're just cascading down. We're breaking things down. You know, what do you want to do? What, what do you want to do over a year? What, which obviously builds to our lifetime goal, our sometime, someday goal. What do you want to do over the year? How does that break down on a quarter-by-quarter basis? In the next quarter, how does that break down on a month-by-month basis? And in that month, how does it break down by a week-by-week basis? And even, yes, if you want to go to this granular, how does it break down on a day-by-day basis? And now I've, I've basically remodeled my whole diary. I've got a new schedule. Uh, it's got different things in it. It even has water intake reminders, actually, because that's such an important thing for me. So, uh, But it's got other activities. My book writing, I've blocked off time to do book writing because otherwise it just won't get done. Um, I've, booked off, I've blocked off time for other things, which I probably won't talk about right now because I'm going to talk about it in a second. It's all there in my calendar. It's all being planned out. And it took a bit of time. I'm not going to lie. It took a bit of time to map that out, rethink what I wanted to do, what my priorities were, and how I could shape my time and also with the people around me and the resources I had. The day 13 was about systems. This is about the processes, this is about the tools, this is about the apps that we use. It's a kind of, it starts with an audit, if you like. What are we using? Literally today in our mastermind group, there was a discussion around uh, accounting systems and trying to get you know, rent reconciliation on, in an accounting system with it reconciled to our bank statements. Yes, there was a, that, that's a system. 
And, and so, you know, what is your contact system? What is your, uh, you know, project planning and management system? Uh, what is your property management system? Uh, these are all systems. They don't all have to be technology. Um, a notepad and pen is a system as long as we use it. That's the point. So it's about reviewing the systems that we have and perhaps, you know, making a plan for the new ones that we might need in some cases. Spoiler alert, could be quite a lot of work in actually this. So be careful, <laughs> is all I would say. So I've got a few quite big systems projects for the year, which came out of that exercise. So but it's going to take quite a long time to implement some of those, including an investor platform, for example. So I don't have that. Um, the basic level is it's CRM or data or a spreadsheet rather. But I, I plan to do something a bit more, a bit smarter than that. So that was systems day 13. Um, now, I, the, I really like days 14 and 15 because it starts to get us looking outward again. So we've been doing a lot of inward looking, haven't we? we looked at ourselves. We've looked back at our, our plans and our performance and our, and, our, and our personal goals going ahead. We've our daily routine, our schedule, our systems. Now we're going to start looking out a little bit more. So day, day 14 is all that connection, um, connecting with other people. And so that's about our network quite clearly. And, you know, our network is our net worth and all that. But um, it, it, a network doesn't build all on its own. And, you know, it's something I'm not the best at, in all honesty. And there's a really good friend of mine who is always the one to ring me or to message me. And I just admire uh, his, you know, uh, persistence and the system he clearly has. In fact, I asked him, you know, he said he has he sets reminders and it helps him to, you know, get in touch. But he uses that as a cue. But then when we talk, it's very, very natural, of course. So I think that's that's something I'm going to learn from. And I've actually set aside time in my schedule for connection. So I plan to do that. And it was great on the day because the task on the day was to call someone you haven't spoken to for ages and literally call them. Don't email them. Don't message them. Don't text them. Call them. And I've had some really good feedback uh, about people speaking to long lost friends and uh, family members I haven't spoken to. It was really good to hear that. Uh, I had an hour and 40 minutes on the phone with uh, one of my best friends, actually. And we hadn't really spoken or caught up for a while. We, we resorted to swapping messages, which, you know, very, very impersonal, one-dimensional. So it was good to, to catch up. So that was Connection Day 14. Day 15 is Contribution. So um, with Contribution, it might conjure up an image in your mind about um, what can we give. Uh, and indeed, it should, because half of the, this two-sided coin, one side of this two-sided coin, is indeed what we give. So, you know, serving people, adding value, paying it forward, random acts of kindness is all part of the contribution. How can we serve others? How can we be a producer that benefits other people's lives? Now, it's something to really think about and, and, and to set in place with our lives. And sometimes we're very, very fortunate and very, very blessed, and we can give back uh, or as I say, pay it forward as well. So that's one side of the coin. The second side of the coin is actually what we are given. What do we get? And um, it was a fantastic exercise. Um, and, uh, you know, it's to say thank you, basically, and recognize and appreciate the people that help us to achieve what we do on a day-by-day basis in our businesses, in our lives. And so um, it's nice to recognize, nice to say thank you, you know, Saying thank you to someone actually brings two smiles, one for us and one for them. So we both benefit from that particular exchange. So I talk about give thanks and be grateful. I deliberately put a a comma after the word give. So give thanks and be grateful. 
is is a kind of a summation of the contribution part. So yes, this is taken us into maybe a more altruistic state of mind, uh, m- the top of Maslow's need hierarchy, if you like. But that's what it's about, isn't it? It's about being the best selves. It's about you know um, helping others. It's about recognizing people who've helped us on the journey. That's what I think anyway. And so um, the, the the thing with with contribution, I was going to just say, is that. Um, what I did is I, I, I tried to think about, you know, the, the people around me who really helped to make a difference in my property business over the last 12, 12 months. And um, I thought I'd just name them, actually. And um, you know what happens, though? You know what I'm going to say? Is I, 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 I produce a, a list of names and I actually posted it on my social media. And first of all, my wife said, is my name on the list? And it wasn't. <laughs> But I was doing it from a business point of view. But of course, she's helped me massively in my business. So it felt pretty bad. Obviously, I didn't even mention my own wife in the, in the list. So I was being a bit, you know, one-dimensional there. But that's why I need to be a more considerate husband, by the way, um, because clearly I didn't think about it. But she knows how much I care about her, and I do tell her. But I should have mentioned it. Yes, I know. But there we go. So I put it up, and I had a list of 89 people, actually. 89. And I was like, wow. You should try that, by the way. <laughs> How many people are on your list? I was 89. In fact, I was proven it was actually, it was 91 in the end because my wife wasn't on it. And uh, Sean, you weren't on it either if you're listening because um, um, I circulated and he said, um, day 16 is a day of forgiveness. He, he created an extra day that he'd forgiven me for not including him uh, on my list of thanks. So that was pretty bad actually to miss him off. It was completely by accident. Um, he should have been a, in a group of people, um, and I just didn't just didn't pick it up. So I felt pretty bad about that. So I tried my best to say thank you, uh, but I actually ended up missing a couple of really important people. And um, yeah, so it came backfire a little bit. But you know, both of them were, took it in the right spirit. But uh, and it also allowed me to to go the extra mile to say thank you, as indeed I've mentioned them both on this podcast, for example. So there we go. So that was the 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 the, the whole essence of the the, the reset challenge. I'm not going to go into it too much more. Um, I would say it's been a significant exercise for me um, to go through this and take my time. So I spent a little bit of time. I, I actually did the, pro, the, the, the reset challenge myself as I was going through the process. So that three hours I was talking about didn't include my own time. So I had to find extra time to kind of look at my systems, the schedule, to plan my hydration and do my goals exercise, all of that. I did it myself. And I found that time to do it. So I kind of know what it feels like to go through the process. It, it, it is an effort. I'm not going to lie. But it's worth the effort because this is our future. This is our life. This is what we're striving for. We're trying to be our best selves. And that's why I did this. I don't really have an agenda. I'm not selling anything. Um, I don't really see any massive benefit coming to me as a result of sharing this reset challenge. Um, but I haven't done it for that reason. And here's the thing. My purpose is to share what I have. And that's why I did it fundamentally. Because it came to me and I thought, I want to do this. And I, I think I've got a few ideas of what would make a nice sort of reset challenge and broke it down into 15 steps. And here I am talking to you about it. And I've shared with many people over the last few weeks. So without uh, laboring the point, if you'd like to know more about this challenge, um, follow my Instagram page, the first thing, the Property Voice on Instagram, uh, or drop me a message and ask me for the tool, I'll, and I'll, I'll share it with you. So you can just go through step by step. You can see it all in one go. So if you wanted to blitz it, perhaps over a weekend or something like that, you're more than welcome to do that. 
But there you go. That's how I wanted to launch back into the podcast today. There's probably other topics I could have gone into, but I thought that was a really good way of getting getting us in the right frame of mind. And even if you've sat down and worked out your plan and your goals, there's that only covers one of the 15 days in actual re- reality. Uh, two, actually, maybe goals and plan. They're two separate days. But th- there's 13 other days and therefore activities that you could uh, look into if you would like to. So drop me a note. Um, the show notes are going to be over at the website, thepropertyvoice.net. Um, you can reach me personally, podcast at thepropertyvoice.net as well. And um, I guess, you know, all that remains to say right now is thank you once again. Thank you once again for listening this time on the Property uh, Voice podcast. And until next time, it's Jack. Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.